Oh, I just missed the fucking garbage can. It's one foot from me. <laughs> we won't tell anybody. It'll be our little secret. Uh, I'm already recording, so I'm already fucked. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way I could possibly cut this out. Son of a bitch. Why is it so big? I feel like somehow every setting I had is now, like, different. Like, my fucking windows are the wrong size. I don't remember fixing all this stuff. Okay. You can't hear me chewing, can you? Yep. Oh. I feel like a slob. <laughs> Just swallow it like a duck. It'll be quieter. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> that was some bacon and sausage. Whoa! Is that one of those Jimmy Dean bowls? No. I mix. Uh, I'm doing keto again. Mm-hmm. So I put uh, six mini Jimmy Dean sausage links. Tore up some bacon, put some cheese over it, and mix it with some sour cream. You and your sour cream. Well, not bad. This is my last bite, so I won't bore you guys with the details. Make it extra obnoxious. <laughs> the last, the details of your last bite. <laughs> <laughs> and I popped open a uh, purple monster, so we're good to go. Oh man, you're how ready. Does, how does the monster fall on the keto diet? Um, these uh, purple, the purple. White and red monsters. I only have uh, four carbs in them each. Wow. So I keep myself under 25 a day, usually under like 15 a day. So we're good to go. 15 monsters? That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. My highest in one day is 11. Ugh. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, was, and then he uh, went comatose. I did. It was uh, during Oz. We, my buddy and I went to Ozfest in Texas and yeah. we had VIP tickets and they gave us free monster. And I had 11, and I, I literally blacked out during Ozzy, and then I woke up for Metallica. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. My buddy's like, you should have died. <laughs> I'll tell you, I, I had an energy drink this week. It was probably the first time in, fuck, I don't remember, at least a year that I've, I've had one. And um, I was, like, jittery. I'm like, because I drank it at night, because I was trying to, well, not, you know, not late at night, but, like, 5 o'clock or so. And shit, by like fucking nine, my hands were like shaking. I'm like, holy fuck. I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this it, it gets pretty hard now. <laughs> so, speaking, uh. Speaking of hard. <laughs> like, for some reason, when I have a real bad anxiety, if I drink a monster, it calms me down. Oh my god. That and I don't know why. Sense. I know, I, I really have no clue why. I mean, I, I guess I could see that with, like, a cup of coffee, you know? Sometimes you're just like, I just need a cup of coffee. Get a little bit of caffeine and you feel better. I don't know. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mel, come on. You got some good ones in you, too. <laughs> Not today. I only had water. Oh, fuck. I forgot what it's like I, to have Val on. I can't oh, even I fart right now. Oh, no. I know. Val's, I had too much spinach. <laughs> Val's farts are top tier. <laughs> Well, have they ever made you throw up? Because I heard that you made her throw up. Twice. Almost. <laughs> it went people, up since then. People have told me that I have the worst smelling farts they've ever... They're horrible. Ever it smells like rotted <laughs> eggs that have been rotting for months. 
I mean, I and then like somebody shit on them. I had a buddy that was on like a keto type, you know, high protein diet and nobody would fucking drive with him anywhere. It was one of my coworkers. <laughs> like, no, he just stinks, man. Oddly enough, when I'm on keto, I don't fart as much. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe less fiber. Well, her and I had uh, spinach the other day because it's a high, it's high fiber too. Oh, is it? Yeah. So, I mean, her and I had a shitload of spinach the other day, and man, my stomach the next day was like gurgly, and I almost shit my pants at work uh, mm-hmm. two days ago or yesterday. Yeah, it was two days ago. I was hanging up a picture on a wall, and I was pushing too hard, and <laughs> <laughs> let the hammer do the work, Michael. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, it's because it's like it's one of those pictures that have the uh, like the th- like two things on the top and like the one on the bottom. So you have to put the one on the bottom and then you have to push the top over the the other two hooks. So as I was pushing, <laughs> as I was pushing, it like it, it was applying a lot. I don't want to bore you with the details, but I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> Long and of the short of the it. Story is. Yeah. Too long yeah. didn't read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck. Oh shit. Just had to clear my throat. Alright. Alright. Let me let me see. I got my thirty pages of notes written here. I'm sure you I'm do. writing mine now. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I pulled a Shane, I'm sorry. <laughs> you doing right. that is uh is more than what Shane usually does, so... Alright, you guys let me know when you're ready to get going. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Sure, I just not? wrote a bunch of words. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I ended Hi. it with... Wee! <laughs> that works. Yeah. I don't even think that's what it says. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Alright, here we go. Hello everybody and welcome to All You Need Is Blood, episode 66, the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Um... Today we're going to be doing one of our special horror video game episodes, or video game horror episodes, or however we fucking title these things, because I cannot remember. Um, yep. <laughs> joining me, my co-host as always, Mr. Michael Whittemore. Mike, how are you? I'm good. Great. And coming back, returning one of our favorite guests, our video game expert, Valerie Burns. Val, I'm sorry you had to listen to Mike and I uh, burp for the first five minutes before we actually started this. I have to listen to Mike burp all the time. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, she's, used to this point. she's like a war vet. <laughs> I get those flashbacks. My own personal nom. Oh, God. All right, so we got another video game special up here today uh, on the podcast. We like to talk about usually horror movies, uh, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, comics, games, whatever else happens to come up. 
Again, we're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Uh, if you want to catch us on uh, email, it's AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com. Our Facebook group, AllYouNeedIsBlood. Uh, the Instagram account, AllYouNeedIsBloodPodcast. And if you're listening to us, you're probably on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or some other method of listening to podcasts I don't know about. Um, yeah, so just type in All You Need Is Blood, subscribe, rate, and do uh, whatever else you have to do. Okay, so Mike, after our completely successful Christmas episode that we recorded <laughs> in like January, <laughs> and I got posted like a week and a half later, <laughs> we're back and we're actually ready for 2019 this time. First yes, podcast sir. of the year. First official podcast of the year, I guess. Yep. Woo! Oh, so we're not counting that one. And I was realizing as I listen to all like whatever regular podcasts that I do, they usually do like a year a year round wrap up of like the previous year. Okay. And I'm like, oh fuck, I probably should have thought about that, but I didn't. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, get to it. Come on, we're all waiting. What were the okay, highlights? Well, all right. So, um, some, of the, some of the positives. I mean, I don't know. Did you just want to think about what? Uh, oh, obviously, burps and farts. Uh, <laughs> Some of your, um, maybe some of the best movies you've seen. Oh, you know what? I got a better idea. The worst movies we've seen in 2018. Hellraiser. No, no, Hellraiser. no, not, not Hellraiser. I was uh, Day of the Dead. That's what it was. So that was one of the first ones. I think that was our first 2018 movie, and that was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, but I am absolutely, hands down, going Death House is maybe the worst movie I've seen in a decade. Oh, that I was bad. Yeah, when Val and I watched it, I don't, we still didn't finish it. We fell yeah. asleep. <laughs> Bullshit. You two have to go back and watch this. I refuse to be the only person that saw this fucking movie. Joke's on you. <laughs> okay, I got a lot further than Mike did. I think I slept the last five minutes. Because I really? was like, I no. can't even deal with this that anymore. the worst part. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Oh. Blame Mike. His rhythmic, his rhythmic snores. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like white noise, like yes. crashing. <laughs> well, at least you're not the only one. Val watched it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so just missed the stinkers. Um, as for good movies, I mean, um, I know we did a 2018 episode. We sort of mentioned some of these, uh, but you know, uh, Hereditary yes. Uh, yes. was fucking awesome. That's my top one for the year. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think I'd go along with that as well. That is that is probably my favorite one that I'd seen. I did like Suspiria, but I felt it. You know, it didn't match up to the original, but nothing will. No, it must be um, nice. Good for you for being able to see it, because we got gypped. Yeah, he told me there was, like, nothing playing in Chicago, and I thought that was crazy, because there was two in Connecticut, and all of Connecticut is the size of Chicago. It was, like, <laughs> north of Chicago. It was, like, way north, so it would have been, like, two hours to get there. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not doing that. that. Nah, I'm too lazy. I, I think it's streaming now. It, I think it's out somewhere. Oh, that'd somewhere. be nice. Yeah. Do you know, uh, so. oddly enough, I enjoyed The Nun, and I don't really? know why. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of the Conjuring series at all, but The Nun was, like, so over the top and so goofy, yeah. and, like, I had actually some fun with it, and, yeah, it didn't take itself as seriously as the rest of the Conjuring movies. Like, this mm-hmm. nun is, like, on a fucking rampage, and it's pretty awesome. I actually didn't mind it, so, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen... I mean, I saw the other... All the other Conjuring movies, I, well, not this year. I saw one and two, uh, I think the year before, but I, I caught up with the rest of the Annabelles and all that other shit uh, this this year. 
So I still got to see the Predator. Yep, I've been hearing really bad things. So have I. <laughs> but it's, I'm hearing real bad things, and I'm hearing other people say it's not as bad as they're saying. So yeah. Yeah, but what are you know. gonna do when you have no expectations at all of it being good? And then maybe it's slightly good, just slightly, like people I with don't venom. Know. I had no expectations of Death House, and it was worse than I could have possibly imagined. <laughs> Ryan, did you see Venom? No, actually, I have it on order. It should be it should be here today. Actually, I got to check my Amazon. I ordered a fancy steel book, and I think it's coming in. Um, I hear they're not having no, Tom Hardy it. come back for the second one. Really? They're making a second yeah. one. Yeah, I just saw that uh, the other day. They were like, that's, oh, they're getting a new actor to be Venom. I was like, oh, that, okay. Shady. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, somebody posted on the uh, the Facebook link all these like great horror movies that came out in other countries, and I feel like a garbage person because I didn't see them. I know. So I feel like just like this mainstream piece of garbage. <laughs> How do you think I feel? I missed out on most of the mainstream because I was too busy trying to play video games all year. That's true. Yeah. How's that? Are you still in the middle of that, Val, or are you getting towards no, the No, I failed completely. So, for 52 <laughs> weeks, I played, I beat 15 games. That's Lazy. way more than I beat this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's still impressive as hell. No, it's not, because I cheated. Because I played Rugrats, and that's like 40 minutes long. <laughs> wait, 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 Rugrats on Nintendo 64? No, the one that's on uh, PlayStation 1, where you have to oh. search for the Reptar puzzle, and you hear oh, Tommy screaming about it the whole time. That might be the same one. I don't remember. I think I saw a Game Grumps episode of that. <laughs> Maybe. All right, get off me, cat. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, other than that, I mean, other notable 2018 stuff, I don't know. Uh, I liked um, Who's Watching Oliver. That was awesome. I still have yet to see that. Um, Halloween was okay. Halloween yeah. was okay. The Overlord gore was I liked good. A lot. Which one, Val? The gore was really good in Halloween. I liked yeah. that. <laughs> yep. Although the doctor was really stupid. What the hell yes. is happening? Why is my mu- shit scrolling? Oh, no. Cat, what did you do? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm okay. trying to think what else came out this year. I don't know. I'm kind of brain farting, too. Yeah, Overlord. Um, oh, yeah. Else? Still have to watch that. Fuck me, man. I don't know. I've been slacking. I've been slacking. I, I have a note on here that I haven't been watching enough horror, and I really need to get on that. Um, yeah, I, so. I really tried doing that 365 Days of Horror again, but... That didn't last very long this time. No, it was like two weeks in, and I was like, ah, uh, no. I would just rather watch Monty Python and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, what I've been getting into lately um, is uh, Bob's Burgers. Oh, it's yes! such a good show. So yeah, good. I, I, so I never watched it, and I, I had just gotten Hulu, and I already made my way through, like, Always Sunny twice, rewatched Archer, Rick and Morty, and I'm like, all right, well, Bob's Burgers keeps coming up. Let's give this a shot. And I wasn't blown away by it. Like, I'm like, ah, it's okay, whatever. And Elisa kind of liked it, so we kept watching it. And then now I'm like, the show is fucking hilarious. It's really good. There was a lot of devastation when they took it off of Netflix. I was so hurt. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, they did it gradually, didn't they? Like, they took it off, like, season by season. Yeah, they had, like, one season left. And I was like, please don't go. (laughs) 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 I need you. Yeah, so that's been good. I've been liking that. But hey, let's keep friends. Oh my god. 
I have I have never watched that entire show, nor do I have any want to watch it. Friends was something I that was z- popular because it was on after Seinfeld. Yeah, I and then there's like a debate to see it. <laughs> there's like a debate like what's better, Seinfeld or Friends, and if anybody I don't says even know how that's a debate, yeah, if anyone says Friends is better than Seinfeld, they should not w- watch Friends anymore. oh so what else has been going on mike anything other anything interesting you've been getting into i made a top 10 list of metal albums for the year Ooh, that's interesting where'd that go up i haven't seen that um it's uh on reddit there's a metal subreddit called shreddit and that that's a lot of rhymes and i'm glad i said it correctly but uh they're doing a top 10 of 2018 they do it every year like the best metal albums of 2018 or 2017 blah 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 and i never got to participate and now i did and uh, if anyone's interested i will list them now so right, let's hear them here we go <laughs> so uh my personal album of the year is uh by a band called satan and they came out with an album called cruel magic it's extremely good heavy metal and everybody should go listen to it because it's so much fun. And then uh, there's a band called Haken uh, that came out with the album called Vector. Lucifer came out with an album called Lucifer 2. Sleep came out with an album called The Sciences. That's that same band I linked you, Ryan, with the hour-long song. Yep, yep, yep. And then they came out with an album on 420 called The Sciences, and it's awesome. Uh, Revocation came out with The Outer Ones. Uh, Sluggage came out with an album called luggage yes most of their songs are about slugs uh sci-fi horror Uh, they came out with an album called esoteric malachology that's really really good uh rivers of nile came out with uh where owls know my name judas priest came out with their new album firepower which is awesome it's surprisingly Hmm. awesome um anal nathraka Came out with uh, a new kind of horror, which is really, really good. And uh, Primordial came out with their album, Exile Amongst the Ruins. And I have honorable mentions by Extremity, Zeal and Ardor, Horrendous, Obliteration, uh, Ultra Tomb, Tomb Mold, Internal Bleeding, Burning Witches, Bong Ripper, Skeleton Witch, Hooded Menace, Bloodbath, Necrogoblicon, Aborted, Chemist, Stoned Jesus, Monstrosity, Pig Destroyer, Omnium Gatherum, Mantar, Ancestors, Craft, Trappist, and Obscura. Whoa. I think the only one of those I heard, Mike, was the Necrogoblicon one. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. It is. It is. I love it. They're so good. But yes, that's my uh, top ten, and no, no one in no order besides Satan's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I yeah. like how you seamlessly said all of those bands, but then you could not say in no order. <laughs> <laughs> in no order. All right, well, we're gonna we're gonna not have you come back out for another six months. Oh, there's an odor. There's definitely an odor. Well, but, cool. uh, but other than that, I've been uh, I've been trying to play more games. Um, I just beat Red Dead Redemption two. Wow! And After eighty took, hours, yeah, that took eighty hours to beat. And but that game was phenomenal. There was a couple areas which I was not a fan of. I'm not going to spoil it because it just came out. But yeah, it's it's such a great game. The story is so good. Uh, since you haven't played even the first one, right? Uh, well, I've played it. I never really played it, like, over my buddy's house, you know, getting drunk and 
sticking around, but not actually playing the single player now. Yeah. Sorry, playing the regular game now. Yeah, Spoiler well, I mean. Alert, it's in space. <laughs> <laughs> That's I knew there was a Dead stunk. Space tie-in. I knew it. But, uh, yeah, this uh, this one is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption, and uh, it seamlessly transitions. And it's it's the writing is just so damn good. Ro- Rockstar has such good writing, and they make such good games. There's a few. I don't like the controls too much in Red Dead Redemption, the first one and this one. So uh, that's something you're going to have to get used to. But, yeah, other than that, I've been playing that. Uh, what else have I been playing? Val, yeah, what have I been playing? I'm oh, thinking. I, I don't remember. I started. Yeah, well, yes. that. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that. But um, <laughs> yes, we will. I started uh, this game called Mutant Year Zero: Road to Eden, and it's a like tactical RPG, kind of like Mario and Rabbids and XCOM. And uh, I'm kind of stuck on it. It's difficult, but it's pretty fun as well. Um, other than that, I do not know. I've just been listening to a lot of music, working, and. And uh, living living life to the fullest. Living la vida cool. loca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're listening to Ricky Martin mostly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Val? Anything anything good you've been getting into lately? No, I've just been pouring all my time into school and video games, and that's about it. I've been very boring lately. Fuck, that sounds awesome. Really? No. <laughs> I remember back in my day, I used to pour all my time into video games at school. Well, she's she's also doing welding, so that makes it even more badass. Oh, that's awesome. Any specific type? Or just welding classes and whatnot? All the welding classes. I just finished all the thing, all the classes that I need for uh, MIG and TIG certification. Yep. So this semester, I'm going to be doing advanced stick welding. And then next semester, I get to do pipe welding, and then I'll be done. Oh, fuck. Pipe welding. Yeah. Not looking forward I, to it, because I hear it's pain I've, in the I've ass. I've watched <laughs> those guys do that, and it's fucking amazing. Like, they're artists. They are true artists when they do this shit. And it sounds stupid, but when you watch them, and they're able to make, like, a perfect a perfect bead going around the whole way, you know, with one stop in the middle to rotate the pipe. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like holy fuck, man. I couldn't do that if I had, like, a thousand years to get it right. Well, they let us play around with a turntable in my, uh... Megan TIG class. Mm-hmm. So you got to do the TIG with the turntable, and I thought that... I was good at that. I wasn't good at anything else with TIG. Yeah. My TIG looked like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I braised. That's about it. <laughs> I know. Braising. Get out of here. Yeah, it's like right. soldering you're out. <laughs> <laughs> garbage. All right, cool. Well, let's see. What uh, what else did I be going to do? Let me look at it here. I got okay. Bob's Burgers, cross that off. Oh, I did pick up uh, Street Fighter V on the Steam sale. And Mike, you may remember that I had a little bit of a history with the game, saying that I wouldn't purchase it until they released a completed game. Oh, yeah, good luck, because the DLC is like hundreds of dollars. Oh, it's the DLC is still crazy. But, but So the, the on the Steam sale, though, you know, the, the current, whatever they, whatever they call it, the basic package of Street Fighter V, the arcade edition or whatever... Uh, was on sale for like eight dollars. Oh wow! And it, it doesn't have all of the characters, but it has all the characters up to this current season, quote unquote. So there's going to be four or five additional characters coming out this season. <clears throat> but like my big grief, my big gripe <laughs> I had with this thing was that they were selling it for the price of a full game, 
and it didn't have any of the fucking content when it got released. It was yeah. essentially just an online mode, and that was it in practice mode. They didn't have anything else. It had a quarter of the characters, and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. How could you possibly be charging people for this? And people bought it. It blew my mind. So, and now, and this last this last update in November they had has, like, a um, and not just the regular story mode, which is really garbage and everyone hates it, but they have a, a, a full complement mode that goes through, essentially, the plot of all the Street Fighter games. Um, so, you like, you sort of get the entire story, which is kind of cool. They're, and they're not, like, you know, it's not like a big story situation. Like, if you beat the Street Fighter 2 section, it gives you the same ending that they had in Street Fighter 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, they just sort of go through that stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is at least, you know, it's interesting, and it's just, like, little images, but... You know, it's a it's a nice single player mode that you could spend hours and hours and hours on, as opposed to not having any single player modes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember when it came out, you were saying something like that, and I just I don't get why they would release it. <laughs> it came out in February of 2016, and I didn't get it until whatever, like the first, you know, 2019. Three <laughs> fucking years, and they're still adding shit to this game. Yeah, they're they're doing like they have like three season passes. Oh, it's crazy! If Are you like, serious? I couldn't imagine. Yeah, and, and the same thing for um, for costumes and shit too, because they don't just do like color changes. It's like really intricate costumes they do now. But you know, I'm not paying for all that shit. Like that stuff should be unlocked from playing the game. Yeah. Plus they oh, have definitely. Plus they have costumes to unlock that that cost money, and you're yeah. just advertising. It's like advertisements. Okay, so you're a little bit on that. What they put into it was if you choose the the advertisement costumes are free. Okay. And if you if you use those, you get additional bonus points that could help you make other in-game purchases like uh like additional costumes and whatnot. But it it gives you like two or three additional bonus points every time you play around. It's like almost nothing, but you have to look at your character. You have to be like, "Okay, you know, I'm Ryu." <laughs> I'm this, like, world-wandering, you know, nomad that goes around looking to be the best fighter ever, and he's got a big fucking Capcom Pro Tour emblem, like, on his back (laughs) and on his gloves and shit. And you're like, this is the worst. (laughs) It's terrible, man. Uh, I honestly think Capcom is, like, just, they're just flushing themselves down the toilet. They're doing everything they can to make themselves, you know, meaningless in this day and age. But good for them for doing uh, Resident Evil 2. But, yeah, that's um, true. How but long also, did that take? But can we talk about the fact that uh, I think Cammy has the same outfit that the woman in Haunting Ground has now? Really? Oh, really? Yes, that is a costume. So people are wondering if they're going to be bringing back Haunting Ground and remaking Get that too. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, what I no, don't it's understand all speculation, is... Though. <laughs> why aren't why aren't they just releasing this old shit on the PS4 store and you know fucking Xbox? Why isn't it up there? I don't get it. What do you, you mean? Know? Like Haunting Ground? Why not just re-release it? You know, I don't know. Digital download. Yeah, they don't. I, I think mean, a big I... reason that they don't is because like a lot of those games are so expensive now, and when you do that, it really brings down like the actual like the price of the physical game. But they did it with the adventures of Tron Bond, so... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they do the collections and stuff with, like, the Mega Man games, and those are great because you're like, oh, you know, it's 20 bucks for, like, 13 games or something. Hey, that's a good deal. Val, what Um, game was it? It was recent. 
that someone had a haunting ground costume. Yeah, that was Street Fighter. Was it Street Fighter? Yeah, because it was Cammy. Makes sense. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe that's where I saw it from. So yeah, I mean that'd be man. Uh, Haunting Ground is like one of the few survival horror games that we've talked about on the previous episode that yep. like I enjoyed. Like immensely. the one that you actually played. Yeah, and Val had like <laughs> bugged me to play because I'm not big on survival horror because my anxiety is just like oh, and the whole time I'm getting chased and I'm like just get me out of here. But like <laughs> it's it, it's so much fun and like how much are copies now? For Haunting Ground? Yeah. They're up there. They're at least 100 now. Yeah. And oh, how God damn, these, these dogs are fucking killing me. <laughs> I cannot take it. And you've got how many copies, too? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I think they heard me. They just shut up. No. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to do my best to ignore them. I suggest everybody listening do that, because I don't know if I can edit that shit out. It's not that bad. Like, we okay, can... Okay. I can barely Yeah, it. it's... Barely. Oh, actually, listeners, if you do want a copy of Haunting Ground, if this still comes up, whatever, however long it takes for Ryan to do this, the game's actually 40 and 65, but there's only three of them Where's that? on Amazon. Ooh, jump on it, folks. Maybe I'll buy all three of them and then put them back up. There. I, I really, like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'd suggest it. Like, I really think that game is at least worth $40. Yeah. Because I, how, how long is the game? How long does it take you to beat a veil? Couple hours. I think eight, nine. Yeah. And it's, I so mean, a normal human, that's got to be like 16. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's, how long did I take? I think I took like 13 hours. Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a good, good long game. It's paced very well. It's, it's awesome. So, buy them. Sweet. <laughs> all of them. All three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's one other thing I wanted to mention. Just last night I watched this documentary. It's called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake. And if anybody is, like, you know, a wrestling fan from, you know, the early, or from the 80s and uh, early 90s, and, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts, it is a fucking amazing documentary. It's just like it's it takes place, I want to say, in 2014 through 2016 or 17. Oh, wow. Uh, and, it, and it's a camera following him around and like just how fucked up and he's addicted to alcohol and drugs. And like Diamond Dallas Page goes to him and is like, hey, man, I want you to move in with me. And like, you know, we're going to break this thing and we're going to get you back into shape. And he, like, it's almost like a real-world setup where Diamond Dallas Page buys this house and has, like, old broken-down wrestlers move in with him. And, like, he gets them off drugs and, he you know, he gets them exercising and doing his Diamond Dallas Page yoga. It is just a fucking fantastic documentary to watch. Scott Hall comes in and he's all fucked up and his, his uh, hip is, like, making this creaking noise every time he walks. And they thought it was a floorboard, but it turns out it was just his bones rubbing together. Ugh. Oh, man. It's such a, such a great documentary. I, 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 I don't know if it's on Netflix. It is definitely on Amazon, and it's definitely on Hulu. Um, DDP sounds it. like such a nice dude. Oh, yeah. He, he comes off as, like, the most genuine guy. And he gets pissed, too, because, like, the, the, you know, not to spoil anything, but the guys fall off the wagon every now and then. Yeah. And he's like, man, you're breaking my fucking heart. I fucking come here. I got my house open to you. You're, what does he call it? He called it the... Um, Fuck! There was a name for his house, and I'm gonna—it's gonna kill me because I was laughing about it yesterday. It's um, uh, the accountability 
Fuck, it's like the accountability shack or something. He's like, you're in the accountability shack, man. You can't just come out. And it sounds like a wrestling promo. They're like these wrestlers <laughs> arguing with each other. But it's great. Awesome documentary, man. Completely recommend it. Sweet. If you like wrestling. If you don't give a shit about wrestling and you're still in, into something that's like, oh, the guy overcoming his drug addiction or whatever, it's still good. But if you're into wrestling or you were back in the day like I was, it's like, oh, my God, this is so good. <laughs> so it's cool. Cool. cool thing. All right, so what else do we got going on here, guys? We sort of got two kind of topics I want to get into. There's our, our normal uh, horror game discussion I want to talk about, and I also want to talk about Smash Brothers, because I know the th- all three of us have been playing it. Um, but I feel like we should probably hold Smash Brothers until the end, so that people that don't want to listen to us rant about, like, Yoshi and shit can just fucking <laughs> can just tune out after they get their horror fill. Yes. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, come on. Back it off me. <coughs> Jesus, cat just attacked me. Okay, so let's start off on our horror video game topic. Now, that it, Mike, you've been saying this is part three. Is that actually correct? Because I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. Right? Val, you, this is the third time you've been on, right? I've been on a game? multitude of times. Because yeah, we did a, video a handful games, of the game ones. Then we did the, uh, the video game movies. Yep. And so, I think even some of the video game ones even spun into double episodes at one point when I when I cared about the length of our podcasts. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. It doesn't that. really matter. Uh, three or four. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll put that on there. Episode three or four. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, when I post it to Instagram, I'll I'll go back and I'll look. They don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. They don't know. What do they know? <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, let's get started on our topic here. Val, I'm sure you've got like a billion games, so um, why don't you just go through one that you selected first, as I could save the one that I did. <laughs> okay. Um, get to it. I was actually perusing Instagram one day, and one of the people that I follow, whose name I don't remember right now, so I can't give a shout out to him, uh, put up that he bought a physical copy of some game I've never heard of that looked like it came in like a PlayStation one case. And he was like, it's new and there's only a hundred of them. So I was like, I'm hopping on that boat. And it was a game called babysitter bloodbath. So I, uh, went to puppet combo is what the, uh, site is called. And they have a lot of like, uh, PS one kind of graphic games that the guy actually makes himself. And one of them was, or only one of them was physical. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to hop on that boat and I'm going to get one of a hundred. And I found out, of course, it's a PC game after I loaded it in the PlayStation and it didn't work. (laughs) And I felt like an asshole. That is awesome. So then uh, I waited for Mike to come over and we started it up together. And uh, it's a pretty cool game because it takes a lot from, like, an 80s horror movie, because it's, you know, the typical, the girl is babysitting. Like, it was, like, I guess they wanted to do, like, an adaptation of Halloween, but then because, you know, copyrights and stuff, the guy had to, like, switch stuff around to make it not so obvious. So the girl is babysitting this kid, and he's a little asshole. And, um... She invites a boy over after the kid falls asleep and, hey, if you listen to the radio, which is completely optional, so you'd have no idea, 
the guy on the radio was talking about how uh, there's an escaped uh, madman, basically, that uh, broke out of an asylum and is now in the neighborhood. So, lo and behold, the boyfriend gets there. There's a loud noise in the backyard. You have him go and investigate, and he's dead, and you're getting pursued by this maniac. And it was pretty badass, because it, like, all of the sounds sound exactly like stuff out of an 80s horror film. Hmm. So it was super cool. It was a little tricky, though, because I don't really play on PC. So that was kind of my issue, and they didn't give me, like, a, hey, these are the controls that you use, and some of them weren't obvious. So it was kind Why of annoying. Why did you plug a controller in? It wouldn't let me. Really? Yeah. Because I plugged, I have my uh, Xbox 360 controller and I plugged it in and it wasn't working. I was like, oh, okay. But it was, I mean, I would recommend it because if you go on the website, he sells all of his games and I think they're like (laughs) $2.99. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the setup of the game like? Is it, is it like a Resident Evil type of game where you, you're sort of you tank controls and moving around? Yeah, it's got what? the tank controls, and it kind of has like the fixed uh, perspective sometimes, but it kind of moves with you in the fixed perspective. Oh, sort of like Silent Hill. Yes, exactly like Silent Hill. <clears throat> gotcha. Awesome. So it was interesting. Is there any other enemies, or it's it's sort of like no, um, it's just that guy. Okay, cool. So like a Scissor Man type of thing almost. Basically. And it's like one of the uh, three hits and you're dead kind of game. But you find mm-hmm. like first aid kits. There's like uh, VHS tapes that you can pick up. And like when you're playing, it looks like you're like watching a VHS movie because it's got like the, the scan lines. Is that what they're called? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. Like, you know, awesome. when you boot up, like, an old VHS and it looks like crap because it's all dusty and it's got the lines that run down? Oh, the tracking. Yeah, that's what it has. So I thought that was kind of neat, too. Sweet. And where can you get these? Uh, I want to say from Puppet Combo. I think you could just Google it and it'll pop up. Let's see. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yes, PuppetCombo.com. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty uh, horror looking. Oh, he makes like VHS cover art for him too. Mm-hmm. The Babysitter Bloodbath, Nun Massacre, the Drill, Power Drill the pop, Massacre, <laughs> the Night Ripper. Yeah, this is fucking awesome. Oh my god, <laughs> that's pretty badass. Wow, no, I want to get some of these. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I got you. So this one's like a driller killer ripoff kind of insert coin. Oh, I see. I see what you're talking about, how it looks like a PlayStation disc. Mm-hmm. Cool. I wonder if these are better than that Blair Witch game. You ever play that one on PC? <laughs> no. I didn't even know they had oh, one. Oh, yeah. There's three, now I there's have three to. Blair Witch games on PC. Oh, They're Lord. Like, I've only ever played that Slender Man. Okay, yep. And I was terrible at it because I couldn't find any of the paper. And then my flashlight died. And then every time the screen got staticky, I ran the other way. And then I just got sick of running. <laughs> I was like, just kill me now. I'm done with this stupid enough. shit. 
Oh yeah, it's only like four bucks for a couple of these games. Oh, mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I might have to check some of these out. Awesome. Cool. So, what about you, Mike? You got any horror games you got into? Um, <clears throat> I'll talk about uh, Stubbs the Zombie first. Yes. So, a, a long ass time ago, probably late two thousands, I was uh, <laughs> at my buddy's house. A long time ago. Oh. Yeah, it was about ten years oh, ago, man. and uh, a a decade, and um, <sighs> yeah, I know. My buddy was like, "Hey, you should you should try this game." It's uh, it's kind of made like like how Halo is, and I'm like, what? He's like, it's a zombie game called Stubbs the Zombie Rebel Without a Pulse, and it's a third person video game where you are a zombie, and you have to go around killing people, recruiting them as your little posse, and then progressing through the game. So this is made by Wideload, the developer, and it's built off the Halo engine. Uh, I came out for the original Xbox in 2005. And the whole uh, purpose of the story is that it takes place in like a 1950s uh, world, but it it's in the future. So it's like they've got like hover cars and robots walking around, but it, it looks like it came out of like the first Back to the Future. So um, it starts off with two people are under a tree and they're like in love and they got the goofy music playing and all of a sudden a zombie comes out of the ground and he's got a little hat on and that's your character. His name is Stubbs and he doesn't talk or anything, but he comes out of the ground and he kills one of the couple. I think he kills the guy and uh, she starts yelling at him and then you kill her and then you you can Every time you bite somebody, you can take control of them and you can get a little group going. So as you get further and further into the level, you have like a posse of zombies behind you. And throughout the whole time, you have this robot who is like a a chipper 1950s style talking robot, like telling you how to play the game and everything. And eventually you progress through the tutorial level and you see a woman and you fall in love with her. Like I said, he is Stubbs doesn't talk, but he like hearts come up above his head and everything, and he's just in love with this woman. So throughout the whole game, you're kind of chasing her around. So this game gets incredibly difficult because there are uh, times where you have to go through a jail cell or you have to go through a farm, and there's people all around you like shooting you. And then there's like a tactical way of doing it where you can hide in a cornfield and then bite some guy and you can take you can like kind of take control of his body and have him fight for you. So he'll run up to the other people that are shooting you and try to bite them, too. It's it's really cool. Um, You also have different power ups in the game. You can uh, throw your stomach and it explodes like a bomb. You can take your head off and you can bowl with it and you can (laughs) you can bowl through uh through enemies and then explode them um i believe you can fart as well i don't I remember you your pancreas or whatever yeah it's your pancreas yeah you're right and then um you could take your arm off and you can control the arm and then go up to a person that's shooting you put your hand over their head and you can control that human being so if they have a gun or something you can shoot the other humans that are killing you it's it's really well done it's extremely fun and the game is extremely funny as well 
because you can it doesn't take itself seriously in the slightest like i was playing it at val's house and all of a sudden at the i think it's the warden of the jail in one of the levels you have to have a dance competition with them and there's like a music music's playing in the background it's kind of like guitar hero so all of a sudden i'm in one hand i'm trying to kill these humans and the other hand now i'm button mashing blue it's like simon says that's what it is Uh. so like you have to hit blue twice and then yellow and then red and then he does it and he dances off and you have to come and you have to do the same thing and you have to beat him it's it's like super goofy later in the game you can control a tank you can control hover cars uh there's you could uh, have laser guns and it's just extremely ridiculous but it's probably one of the funnest zombie games i've ever played so um the the cutscenes too like in between the cutscenes i put up on instagram like the artwork for this game is insane like um like you saw ryan it's like like hand drawn looks like watercolors yeah. are involved that the loading screens are just him like killing people it's just it's so much fun you could have like a huge amount of um zombies behind you that are following you you can control them you can whistle at them you could tell them to go here or there it's just it's awesome. It's a really fun game if you have an original Xbox. I got lucky because Val and I were on the town in Chicago one day, and we went to a, uh, a video game place. What was it, Val? Was it... People Play Games? Or was, was it, it the other one? <clears throat> it was... It was the straight-up video game store. Was it People Play Games? People Play Games is the straight-up one. That's the one with the big desk as soon as you enter? I guess they both are. The one that you bought Sunset Riders from? Oh, Sunset Riders. No, not that one. The other one. Yeah, People Play Games. Okay, Because I yes. don't remember what the other one's called. Yeah, so we went to this place called People Play Games, like she said, and they had it. I think I paid like 30 bucks for it. I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, I, I haven't played this in like 10 years. So I bought it, and it was such in good condition. It looks brand new, and it even comes with the... Uh, it came with a card inside, that it was still intact, wasn't even ripped or anything, that I can uh, buy the soundtrack. Like, it was like a cardboard, like, little card thing. And it was like, buy the soundtrack, and it was like uh, Shout Factory or something. It was pretty sweet. So I bought that for, like, 30 bucks, and right now it's on eBay for new for 130 And uh, it's if you could find this in the wild, I would... It's it's definitely worth whatever money it's being uh, advertised as because it's it's a lot of fun. Is this one that works on the 360? Do you know that? Oh, I think it does. Let's see. Listen to Mike hitting mm-hmm. random buttons. Yeah, he's not even looking it up. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the guy in airplane who's just typing on the typewriter. I was gonna say you're like that cat in the the memes. <laughs> just slams his paws down. Um, I could have swore it was compatible for the 360, but I, I, it's not compatible for Xbox One yet. Oh. But if if anybody from Microsoft is listening to this, yeah, cause... make it backwards compatible. Well, when they do that, though, don't you have to download it or something? Like, it's I haven't ever put an original Xbox game in the Xbox One. Uh, does it work? I don't know. Like the 360 used to just fire it up. On most some Yeah, games. you can Yeah, and the and the games that they list, if you have the physical disc, yeah, you can put it in an old play. Cool. Get your ass together, Sony. What the fuck? How come Microsoft can figure this out? 
Oh, that's the rumor that the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible. Yeah, but why is the PS4 not compatible? Uh Uh-oh. I was Uh clapping my hands, too. I heard, I heard. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting angry. I remember remember this game coming out, and I remember it was... The first thing that came to my head when when this was released was like even a a bigger throwback, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Because it's it, it yes. sort of looks like it has a, a goofy, cartoony style, um, you know, to the graphics at least, and it looks like it's yeah. not taking itself too seriously, which is which is pretty fun. Um, but I never actually played this myself. Like this game, and oh, uh, what was the other one? It was an alien game. It was like Invaders something or other on on the original Xbox. Destroy all Destroy humans. humans. That's yes. what it was. Uh, both of those games were like games that I'm like, oh, I hear those are awesome, and I just fucking never played either of them. Yeah, I, it, beat I mean, destroy this... all humans. That was a good one. Oh, I didn't know you beat it. I beat it like when it first came out. Oh wow, were we like four? Yeah, this is. <laughs> I think so. Or oh, three. I know it. they at least have two. I fucking hate you people. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty. It's it's a fun game because like there's different animations for when you like infect people, so you can take them by the head and you can just bite into their skull and there's like blood shooting out all over the place and you could uh if you like for some reason if you have a gun and you like hit off one of their legs like they'll crawl at you and stuff it's it's pretty Mm. fun it's a lot of people say it's like the best zombie game because you are controlling the zombie which is pretty neat Uh... (laughs) no left for dead's better it's gotta be i was gonna say i do like left for dead that was gonna be our new year's plan yeah, Left 4 Dead is just insanely unforgiving. This game's pretty difficult, too, speaking of difficulty. Like, there's a lot of times where, like, I just had a human on the side of the room just shooting me, and my just health is just, like, lowering, and I just die. I'm like, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, Left 4 Dead's, like, a, another kind of difficult. If you play an expert, like, fuck oh, that yeah. shit. Awesome. So yeah, stubs. That sounds good. Um, it might be tough to find, but I think it, you have the right technique. If you go out to some of those used game stores that are everywhere, you could probably wrangle up a copy eventually. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I found it out of the blue in the city, so I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to find. I don't know. I haven't seen it since. Yeah, I haven't either. Let's see if it's on Amazon real oh, fast. Here we go. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Everyone, let's see. Stubs the zombie. Yeah, it's on. Oh. You can get it used on Xbox for thirty six bucks on Amazon. It's on PC for sixty. What? There's and a it's PC on, version? Yeah, it's it came out on Xbox, PC, and Mac. Wait a second. And on Mac, if you have a Mac, you can get it for two dollars. Oh. And they're even uh. selling. They're even selling the Stubbs of Zombie soundtrack because it's all like uh, I believe it's all fifty songs. Yeah, probably. No, this can't be right. What is this? Oh my god, it used to be on Steam. Oh. It's not on Steam anymore. What the fuck? Yeah, they were supposed to make a sequel to it, but Wide Load shut down in like 2014. Huh. Wow, yeah, it's not on Steam anymore. It used to be. I wonder if it's on like, uh, uh, what do you call it, GOG or one of the other PC game sites. You know? Oh, let me Whoa. see. Let's see, Gog. Because I, I wish, I, I hope it's like easily obtainable somehow. It's on wish lists. No, it's not on Gog either. 
Way to go, Mike. At least mine's easily obtainable. <laughs> Just go on a website. First, get yourself a PlayStation 1. Then order a copy and find out that it's only for PC. <laughs> yeah. In that yeah, order, but this please. is... Uh, yeah, Stubbs is an Xbox kind of... Uh, for consoles, it's an Xbox exclusive. But uh, it's also for Windows... See, now Google's saying for 360, so I think it's backwards compatible for the 360, but it's not for Xbox right. One yet. Well, there's ways to get a hold of it. Probably worth uh, 30 bucks. What do you think, Mike? Is that worth checking out for 30 Yeah, I bought it for 30 and I'm, I it's kind of a long game. I think I put in like five hours or six hours, and I think I'm like halfway through. So it's like a it's like a over a 10-hour game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot of fun, so... Awesome. Let's consult how long to beat.com and see just how long the game is. How long to beat.com. <laughs> I just put how long to beat com. I'm a how moron. long to beat your meat.com. My Seconds. oh my. Stubbs the zombie. According to how long to beat.com, the main story is seven and a half hours, but it's going to take you a lot longer because this game, like I said, is pretty fucking hard. Um, so, yeah. So buy it. Buy it. Do it. Well, speaking of hard games, Mike, um, the game I chose to go through, uh, what, well, I won't say go through, but the game I chose to talk about was Bloodborne. Uh, very easy to get a hold of if you have a PS4. In fact, I think, <laughs> I don't know if it still is up there, but if you got that fancy, I'm rich and I pay money to Sony to play online, uh, that I think you can get this for free. I don't know if it still happens now. Maybe Maybe it's expired since then. I think it was on uh, PlayStation Plus for one month, but yeah, yeah, it's probably gone. But anyway, it's it's relatively cheap. You can find this used in game stores easily for fifteen dollars. It was pretty popular, so it's not a tough one to get a hold of. Um, I actually, um, one of my uh, my good friends, uh, Adam, lent his copy of the game to me because he had beaten it like three or four times, and I had mentioned like, "Oh, I want to play this. I just got a PS4," and he's like, "Dude, you here?" He's like, "Just take my fucking copy, play it. It is awesome." Um, so yeah, thanks for Adam for loaning uh, loaning the game to me. And if if for anyone that doesn't know, Bloodborne is a third person action RPG. Uh, it, it comes from from Software, uh, who are the makers of Demon Souls and Dark Souls. And Bloodborne is sort of like a spiritual successor. Uh, it came up before Dark Souls three, I think. Um, yeah. So it was sort of like, but from what I understand, Dark Souls two wasn't made by From Software. It was made by somebody else. And a lot of people didn't really like it. So Bloodborne sort of became this, like, in-term Dark Souls 2 to sort of take the place of that one. And um, what I really love about the game, I love the setting. It is this crazy, like, Lovecraftian, weird world. There's monsters and plagues and, like, zombies and all kinds of shit that are just, like, everything is fucked. Everything is fucked in this place. There's just every... You can't go outside. Everywhere's a disaster. And you're a quote-unquote hunter um, that goes around and is supposed to eradicate evil from the town or the area that you're in. And you you use blood magic to do all this kind of things. And that's sort of how they explain, like, healing potions and stuff. It's it's through taking blood vials and some other things. And um, you could use this blood magic to make you more powerful. When you, you know, you kill enemies and stuff, you instead of gaining just normal experience points, you sort of collect this blood magic. And then you can, you know, use it at an in-game store back in the uh, the central hub 
to, um, you know, to whatever, level up or upgrade things and uh, various other things. But man, this game is fucking balls to the wall hard. And I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, these fucking young people, they don't know what a hard game is. I used to, I played hard games back in my day. No, this game is fucking hard, dude. It is really hard. Like the first area, I want to say there's you know there's like the first area and the first boss you come to. I don't know. I'm gonna say I must have spent like five hours on that first area because like I really sucked. I didn't understand exactly how everything was working. Um, the tutorials aren't super. There's not a whole lot that they explain. Everything's very, very simplistic and vague. And if you really want to, you can go look online. But I was trying my best not to watch any, like, online content of people playing this. Like, no, I'm going to fucking figure it out. All these pussies saying this game is hard. I'm going to show them. I'll fucking rip through this thing. No, that doesn't happen. Um, there's a lot in the game uh, in, in terms of, like, tactics and how you approach enemies in a certain area, and you're going to die all the fucking time. And the big thing is is to, like, sort of memorize where there are enemies and how to beat certain enemies that either have different weapons or attack in certain ways. Um, because, like, all that stuff sort of, like, adds together to being able to play the game well until you get, like, confident and have enough, like, power and stuff that you could just blast through it through an area that you come across. Um, but it, it's a constant uphill battle in the game, man. It is just, it's brutal. It's, it's trying to put you through the paces, but, um, the setting is amazing. I absolutely love it. It's sort of this like medieval setting, but, um, you know, there's still like guns and stuff that are around. So there's like, gun it's like super Victorian looking. Yes. Yes. But it's like, it has to be taking place a little later than that for like some of the stuff that is, that they have, you know, in the game, but it's not, it's not a real place. It's not a real time. I guess you could say. Um, Come on, Victorians had big giant guns like that. I'm sure, like a blunderbuss. I guess they would probably have a blunderbuss. I don't know. There, I think there's like a couple semi-automatic <laughs> weapons and like chain guns and stuff. I don't know if they had that. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So speaking of the weapons, when you start the game, you get a choice of your weapons, and I was like. I don't know. Like, it, I think it gives you three weapons to choose from. One is like a saw. Yeah, it gives you the saw cleave, the uh, axe, axe, and then the cane. So immediately, I went with the axe because I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want a fucking axe! I'm gonna smash somebody with an axe." Uh, but apparently, that's the slowest, but one of the strongest starting weapons you could get. And it's one of those things that, like, once you make this choice, you're stuck with it for a long time because, like, you have to, in able to, in order to buy like another weapon or, or get access to other weapons, you have to either find them in the game or find talismans that let you purchase them uh, back in the central hub. So, um, but once you get good with a weapon, you start upgrading it and like get used to it. You're like, oh no, I'm not using anything else. Like this is my fucking baby. And a lot of people rarely change weapons throughout the game, even though as you go further on, you start picking up all kinds of crazy shit with like fucking lightning and fire and all kinds of awesome stuff. So yeah, there's a good variety in that, but it's, it's more along the lines of that you're you're trying so hard, you're like, no, I'm going to use what works. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go use this fancy new weapon just because I got it. I'm going to have to figure out if it's worth even equipping as a side weapon or something. So, um, let's see here. I'm going to take a lot of my content that I have written down here. Uh, my good buddy, Miles, uh, found out I was doing something on Bloodborne, and he had an instant just raging erection, and he's like, dude, could I could I talk about it too? And I'm like, no. He's like, okay, then I'm going to write you an email, and he sent me like six pages 
of, <laughs> of stuff on Bloodborne. I'm going to skim through what he's got here because he really he loves this game. Um, so let's see here. That's a visuals and design. Uh, the graphics are impressive. Each character model is intricately detailed. You can acquire different outfits that offer different stat bonuses and resistances, but I always found myself going to back to what looked cool. Um, well, you run into different... And he's kind of right, because the stats and bonuses that you get from the costumes aren't, like, super high. Like, it's much better to, you know, level up or improve your own stats than to try to use it through armor or, or you know, the costumes or whatever. Let's see here. Uh, while you run into different variants of the same enemy, each one has a ridiculous amount of grotesque detail that appropriately fits the location. However, the bosses take this to a whole new level. Massive behemoths are terrifying in both appearance and sound, usually letting off a screech that will startle the unprepared, while the, while the human-like bosses and hunters are deceptively ordinary-looking. The, the world around you shares the same level of detail and does an amazing job of immersing you into it. Each major location has its own look and feel, but they are all interconnect in just the right way to make it feel like a big, one big world. Um, and he's right on this. Uh, each area or level, they all look unique. Like as you describe, if, if somebody hadn't, you know, played the game, or I'm sorry, if somebody had played the game and they're like, "Oh, where are you?" and you didn't know the name of the area, you could just describe it, and they'll be like, "Oh, I know where you are," because they all look unique, but they all fit together extremely well. Like you could, you could see this as like a believable, terrifying, awful world. Um, and yeah, he mentioned the sound in here. The sound design in this game is some of the best I've seen in any game. Um, it, you hear like scratching or noises and you're like, fuck, 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 something's coming. And you, you know, if you, if you have like one thing you're trying to do and all you want to do is get back to a lantern to save or do something else. Um, it, it can really creep you out when you, if you're somewhere where you don't know where you're going and, there, you know there's just like a wall of fucking monsters and awful shit ahead of you. You're going to have to get through to get to that next lantern. Um, the game itself, I think, it, like the gameplay for it, it is some really tight, precise controls, and they are not forgiving at all. If, if you fuck something up, you're going to die, and it's your fault for fucking it up. Um, there's, there's not really any excuses. You could be like, oh, I, sh I didn't dodge at the right time or I didn't do this, but it's not because of sloppy controls or anything else. It's because you fucked up on your inputs and there's like really no other excuses to it. Um, you've got your, your weapons have either a light swing or a heavy swing and you can transform your main weapon into an even heavier weapon that, you know, has a, a light swing and a heavy swing for that one. Uh, there's also your sidearms. Most of the time, you're going to want to use, as Val said, the blunderbuss or some other firing, some other gun. And the guns are fucking useless for, like, um, if you're trying to injure an enemy, you don't shoot it with a gun. You shoot it with a gun to stun it so you could get in for a visceral attack, which is sort of like a uh, an extra amount of damage when your character goes through... Um, you know, this, uh, it's like a motion where he like reaches into the end the, the monster and like pulls out like guts and viscera and all kinds of shit. Um, but yeah, the, so the gun is used for, what do they call it? Uh, riposte, I think is how they say it. I don't know. It's some French word. It probably is pronounced a different way. Uh, but yeah, you use it to stun an enemy to, to come in. Like you're not going to stand away and like fire at a range and be like, oh, this will kill them. The gun ain't going to do shit. You need to get in there and smash some stuff with your main weapon. 
Um, but yeah, the bosses are amazing. Uh, the game is super hard, and I was fucking hooked on this game, man. I was like... I was every weekend I was staying up until like 1 a.m. playing the fucking game just to get in some hours to see how much further I could get. Uh, I eventually stopped because I got distracted with another game, <coughs> Smash Brothers. Um, but it, it, it's fantastic, man. I really, really love it. And I reckon if anybody has a PS4, you have to play this game. You have to have to give it a shot, especially if you're a horror fan. Are you like, like Val said, that sort of Victorian, gothic, Lovecraftian monster world? It is fucking sick. Uh, so, Val, you played this. What, what do you think of Bloodborne? I'm currently playing nice. it. Have you played it before? No, never. I've beaten, I want to say, three of the main bosses, and I've beaten one of the optional ones. Is the optional one the Blood-Starved Beast? No, I beat her. Or him. I beat that right. one. I beat that one on the first try. Get the fuck out of here. I kid oh you not. Oh my god. <laughs> no. My friend was here and everything, and he could totally vouch for me, because I looked at him and I was like, oh my god. Now, now no, the I'm optional furious. one I'm <laughs> The optional one that I'm talking about is the uh, the witch that has all the eyeballs all over her. Oh, that, is that an optional one? And then I didn't you, know that was optional. I, I heard she's optional. Oh. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. There are optional bosses on this and multiple paths you can take. Um, I, I thought that was one. I thought the Bloodstarved Beast was optional and the Witch was not. But maybe maybe that's just what somebody told me. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm so mad but that I, you beat I that on your first shot. Everybody. I can't tell you how many fucking times it took me to beat that. And eventually, the only way I did it was I beat the Witch first, and then I acquired the Resistance to Poison. And that's how I was able to beat the Bloodstarved Beast. See, now I accumulated a bunch of antidote over time, and I just put that in my quick item. Yeah, I blew through that So every time she quick. hit me, I just hit square. Uh, but I only used up, like, four of them. Fuck. Jesus Christ. But I, suck at video I also games, have leveled up a lot. Because I'm only as far as I am, and I'm level 51. Holy shit. Alright, so let's see. You beat those ones, and, uh... So what... Do you know what area you're in now? Just out of curiosity? I'm in uh, the something of the unseen. I'm about to beat Parl. Uh, okay, is that the area you get to? There. If you get snatched, you get snatched up, up by those okay. guys with the bags, yep, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. All right, I know where you are. Gotcha. Yeah, that's uh, it. That that area is really tough, especially because I got there at a really low level, and like, oh lord, I could not beat those bad guys. I was like, geez, I just ran. I just fucking ran around and picked up a bunch of items and like, oh, I'll go back to this later. And I don't think I actually have gone back to it yet because I've, I've just kept going in, you know, along a different path. Um, Man, at the point that I am, if I do that, uh, the heavy hit, if I do it twice with the axe, they're dead. Who's dead? The guys with the bags. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah, because I have, I always elongate the axe, so I do the double swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That is useful. So you, you went with the axe route, which that's the same I did. I'm like, I did yeah. not, actually. I went with the saw cleave. Oh, really? And you, initially. you switched to the axe. Yeah, because I was told uh, that it hits heavier. And I was like, eh, you know, like, I like faster stuff, but now I'm, I'm a changed woman. <laughs> You're like, give me the wind up. Here they come. Kaboom! Two swings. Oh, man. Yeah, that's great. I also love parts in the game where you come across other hunters. 
And, yes. and there's, a, you know, sometimes you'll come across a hunter who's cool and they'll, they'll give you something. They're like, you know, the same type of character you are fighting evil. And then, but most of the time you come across one and they're trying to murder you. And those can be real hard. Like there's some of them that like I just blow through and didn't even really notice. But other ones that like it's a drawn out battle and you're like going one on one with, you know, with, uh, with with some of these guys. And it could, it could get really tough later in the game. Um, not that I made. Yeah, I fought a random one, and they kept running away from me, and then they kept coming back. I was like, "Come on!" I know, I know. Like, I just want this to be done. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. That guy's an asshole. Oh, so annoying! And he kept healing. I'm like, "Can you not just like go away?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the game is really cool. Have you played any of the other uh, Souls games? Actually, I just bought the trilogy for my PlayStation Ooh. with the fancy steel book. <clears throat> I didn't wait. So they put one. They re-released one on the PS4. No, they re-released one for um the Switch, but then they re-released one, two, and three in a trilogy pack for PS4, oh. and it's in a really beautiful steel book. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's awesome. I I, th- yeah. I had thought one was stuck to the PS3, and I I knew they had ported two and three over, but I didn't know that one made it over. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited. It's supposed to come like the 23rd because it's on back order until the 21st. Yeah, yeah I'm, I was like, that's fine. I got time. I might <laughs> try to get into those myself, but I, I know the Dark Souls games. I think they're on the PC as well, or at least I know three is, and I think one is. Um, so I might go that route on it, uh, just just to get some you know change up. But it, it is great. I'm really impressed with both this company and like the amount of detail they put in these games and like how. I don't know. It's just, it's clean. It's like a precise game, and I love that. I love the feeling of playing it. You, you know, when you swing a big axe, it feels like it's it's heavy and it's got some damage to it uh, versus running around with, you know, either the saw cleaver or, you know, one of the lighter weapons. Did you get that, the lightning uh, mace? I forget what it's called. I just picked that yeah. up. Yeah, that thing is fucking awesome. Um, I recommend that if when you get to the spider boss, if you haven't beaten that one yet. I haven't seen a spider yeah, it's, boss. It's like a big, it's like a big fat like caterpillar looking thing. And um, no, I definitely haven't gotten there yeah, you yet. Want, you want the lightning for that? That's the way to go. Okay. But it's fucking great. They're making that new game too from Software. Now what's this? The samurai one, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Ooh, samurai. It, it's a yes. That was like my yeah, turning that, point. I was like, yeah, I need yeah. a samurai game. I uh, we watched that that trailer come out in E three last year. It came year. out in E three, yeah. And that looks badass. I'm not a fan of these kind of games, but that looks awesome. Really? I thought you would have liked, I mean, at least maybe some of the Dark Souls type of games. Is it, what 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 draws you away from them? Uh, the difficulty. I get very angry yeah. easily. So when I'm playing a game and I keep dying, I, I would be fucking infuriating. But watching Val play Bloodborne looks like a lot of fun. So I might, I might go and, and try because i have dark souls for i think 360 yeah. games were gold it was there and i was like fuck it so i downloaded it and it's still on my xbox one and it's backwards compatible so i was like uh maybe and you have bloodborne and, yeah and i do own bloodborne because you know funny enough <laughs> oh here we go <laughs> funny enough when bloodborne came out i asked who did i ask if they wanted to play it with me because it's co-op right no it's well, not it, it, not not in the same not in the same place it can be uh-huh. You can't do couch co-op. No, but you could do online co-op, right? Yeah, but 
not for a long period of time. Right. So, I mean, it's I like had, a summon. Oh, I, I had, don't even what? get me started. I had, uh, I had PS4 Plus and Val had PS4 Plus. I'm not going to name any names, though, but someone on this podcast, she said that uh, she would play it with me. So, I, you know, I think I bought Bloodborne and the Borderlands collection at the same time because they came out roughly around the same time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to play Borderlands, but after that, we'll play Bloodborne. And this this random person was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll play it with you. And I'm like, okay, sweet. And then all of a sudden, now uh, this random person's like halfway through the fucking game. And, I'm not even halfway through. Are you kidding and, me? Uh, and uh, I haven't mm, started mm, it yet. So, mm. well, Whose fault <laughs> is that? <laughs> Yours. Uh, don't ever wait for me to play something. If, if I were you, Mike, I, w- I would pick it up and get some practice runs in because if you come in like just completely raw and you're like, all right, Val, let's hello. Do this. <laughs> I have like the noob weapon. I'm like, hello, Val. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, we're gonna go fight this demon from hell, and you're like, all right, well, I can't reach him because he keeps hitting me and I'm dying. Can I have some of your potions? My health is so low. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's great, really, really great game. Um, I highly recommend it, uh, and it's I think it's one of the reasons to get a PS4. Um, and that I'm a super late adopter. I just got my PS4 in what September, whenever Spider Man came out, mm. and the reason I got it was mostly because of Spider Man. But I was like, oh, I do want to play God of War because I love the God of War series, and Bloodborne was like, you know, the number three that I'm like, oh, I definitely want to play that. Uh, so, yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm only playing mine because I lost a bet. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> one of my friends on Instagram made a bet with me that, you know, whoever wins by beating more games has to uh, pick a game for the loser to play. Oh, so you lost and they picked Bloodborne. <laughs> oh, I lost. I lost by one because he was like, I'll platinum games and you just beat them. I was like, okay. So his platinums were like, each platinum game was two, so he got he beat eight games and I beat fifteen, so it was sixteen to fifteen. Oh God! So he was like, "Hey, guess what? <laughs> You're playing Bloodborne." Did I platinum Spider Man? I hundred percented it. No, there's a bunch of shit I didn't get yet. Did you do the DLC it. too? No, no, I haven't. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to pick up anything else because after after I get through my sort of quote unquote smash stint. Um, then I'm going to go back to Bloodborne, I'm going to finish Bloodborne, and then I'll go back to Spider-Man and, and do the DLC. That makes sense. Yeah, I gotta sense. take a little break. I gotta get, you know, I gotta finish I'm... these. I can't just leave them all unfinished. <laughs> yeah, don't be like me. Yeah. I've been putting so many hours in a Persona 5 and I still have not beaten it. And I think I'm up to 140 hours right oh now. God. That sounds boring. <gasps> no, it's <laughs> I like it, but I always go back to it after a couple months. Yeah. Yep. It's never a consistent thing. Yep. Cool. So you got another uh, you know, the horror game for you, Val, if you want to top us off here? Why not Mike? Mike didn't even get to say his. He did. He oh, he did. did. He said stubs. Yeah, but I got my, I got a second oh, one. Do? Oh, wait Okay, I'd like to hear these. Yes. Then. What do you got? Oh, oh, I thought we were all doing two. Oh, I did not do two. <laughs> Okay, well, I could do a second one because I did play a game that was it started off very interesting and promising and really creepy and then it kind of got boring. So, Mike, 
being the wonderful person he is, decided to uh, recommend me a game called Deathmark for the Switch, telling me that it was going to be exactly like Fatal Frame. Whoa, whoa, Fatal whoa, whoa, Frame whoa, whoa, whoa. is one of my favorite <laughs> games. It's, just, it's exactly like it, right? I didn't say it was exactly like it. I said you it. Said, yes, you did. You said, oh, it's like Fatal Val. Frame. Val. Don't even clap at me. That is what I read. <laughs> I can't even deal with you. Okay. <laughs> so, I bought the game, and it came with, like, a collector's edition, so I got an art book, and I got a soundtrack for, like, I don't know, 60 bucks, 70 bucks. Oh. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I start up the game, and these two girls are talking about how... Somebody at the school had this horribly ugly, like, tattoo, and I put that in quotes, on their arm, and that they were, and it came out of nowhere, and they suddenly forgot stuff, and then the person was found dead. So, you find yourself with this mark, and you find out that in the city that you're in, in Tokyo, that this mark is called a death mark, and you're fated to die, basically, if you have it too long. And then you suffer memory loss, so you can't live a normal, like, life. So you have to go to this mansion that's, like, in the forest, and you talk to a doll, which is kind of similar to the doll that's in Bloodborne, if people had played Bloodborne. Right, the one that's coming And she kind of helps you out. She wants it. Yeah. But uh, she tells you about this, Mark, and how the woman that she had lived with was researching it, but she had died from it, too. So you find out that this mark is brought on by a malevolent spirit that gets angry at you because you're in its midst, basically. So it curses you. So you have to beat the ghost in order to get rid of the mark. So, of course, it being a game, you're not going to go straight to the ghost, beat the mark, and call it a day. All these other people, called mark bearers, start coming into the mansion... And saying, hey, I have this mark, and I don't know what to do. And I was at this place at this time, you know, a day or two ago, and then I found the mark. So then you have to go to the places, and every place has a story. Like, the first story was uh, you go to a, an elementary school, and it's a little boy in the mirror. And so you go to this mirror at night, and the little boy comes up, and then he curses you. And he asks you if you think he's pretty. So, it's, like, stuff like that. So, I was really excited because, you know, it, the illustrations in it are really good, like, pretty. Like, not pretty, but, like, they're interesting because they're so overly detailed and they're so gory-looking and weird-looking and they're so haunting. But it's, like, really cool. But herein lies the fact that there's all illustrations. It's not actually like you're walking around. It's an, uh, a novel, basically. Which I don't really care for because I don't really like the uh, those kind of games. Where it's like you sit there and you just have to read everything. So you basically beating the ghosts is you have to go in a room pick up stuff that you think is going to be in places, and then you use that stuff to fight the ghosts. But everything is just talking and talking and talking. 
So that's really annoying. Hmm. So I would not, it's like initially the game was cool because it was really eerie. There was stuff that you could hear in the background that would kind of make you jump a little. The illustrations when like something would happen were like really creepy looking. And then it seemed like the longer that I played the game and the more that I progressed, it got less creepy. And like there was one where there's a ghost in a phone booth. So you go to the phone, she asks you if you lost something, and you tell her I lost this, and she tells you where it is. But it's like she's got this weird, like, crazy story that she was some bride, and then um, she was supposed to be getting married, and then she got raped on this highway where the phone booth oh, is. Jesus. And then they dragged her to a forest and, like, raped her there as well. And then she couldn't face her life, and she was staying pure for her husband, so she went to that forest and killed herself. So it's like, it was a super interesting story, and after that, like, that story was, like, the shortest one, and it was the most interesting one. And then every story after that was just boring. Oh, that sucks. So I was like, damn, like, I'm excited because that story was super crazy, and, like, it was so short, so maybe the next one will be good. And every other one was just like, this is really long and drawn out. And this isn't really a scary thing. And, hey, which, what you thought was it was going to be, it's not like that. And then it kind of sucked, too, because when you actually fight the boss ghosts, they look really stupid. And Mike can vouch for me on that. They look stupid. Because they, they get animated. They Stop. <laughs> they like get animated looking, and they're not like uh, <clears throat> illustrations anymore, and they just look wonky, and they don't look like they're supposed to. So what's the combat like in it? Like if you're fighting a boss, what do you got? What do you have to do? So when you fight the boss, it's like you can you use items. So you 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 and another mark bearer, because it's always you and someone else. You use an item and they use an item. Sometimes, like, if you use one and they use one, it combines. And then you basically throw it at them. Mm -hmm. Which was interesting the first couple times, but after a while, it's like, I don't even care anymore. I just want to beat the game and call it a day. Wow. But it, it was interesting, but then it just kind of started to suck. I was really bummed. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Hey, way to go, Mike. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, oh, those 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 dogs now. Fucking losing it, man. I don't know if Elisa <laughs> locked them up or what. And here's the situation, okay? I'm in my bedroom. I'm on the second floor. There is carpet, a wood floor, another floor below that, or another you know another layer below that. The ceiling, and then the dogs. They're below that, screaming. Oh my god. Oh lord. So. They're they're losing their minds. I don't know. That's what you get, folks. Live with dogs. Put up with this bullshit. But uh, bouncing back to the Val's game, the the reason why I was like kind of attracted to it and I wanted to like show her it is the artwork initially looked really fucking cool. And didn't it come with an art book too? Yeah, it came with the art book. I think I said that earlier. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Jesus. But it's kind of cool, too, because, like, I went to go look at the art book, and it was like, hey, there's spoilers, and I was like, never mind, I'll wait. Ooh. Yeah, it said in the art book, it said, like, don't watch, or don't look at if you haven't, like, progressed with the game. Oh, that's cool. 
At least they're smart with that. Yeah. Well, you can't win them all, guys. Right? I guess that's, that's no. a lesson. So, Mike, you had a second one you said, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, this is not going to be a long one, but I want to talk about Super Castlevania 4. Yes! Because yes. this is like... <laughs> This was one of my favorite games growing up. It was incredibly difficult, and growing up, I never beat it. But it's a badass game with a badass soundtrack, and it oozes uh, uh, atmosphere. So if you're not familiar with Castlevania, don't worry, because I'm not either. Because this is the only <laughs> Castlevania game I've ever played. Oh, this is the only and... you ever played Symphony of the Night? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I know, that's what... I hear that's a that's a great one, but I, I really because as I said before, I want to play more games this year and I want to finish them and you know I want to complete more games I haven't played before and complete my backlog. So I I really wanted to play all the Super Castlevania games or as many as I can because I just love the the visuals for it. Um, with Super Castlevania Four, it came out in 1991. Um, it came out for the Super Nintendo. And uh, it was released by Konami. So back when Konami actually gave a shit about yeah. video games. You won't, you won't see a new um, Castlevania game from Konami for quite a while, Mike. Yeah, unless it's like a pachinko yeah, yeah, machine right. or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, you're Simon Belmont and you're going to... Uh, it takes place in 1691 and you're Simon Belmont and you're, the end game is to defeat Dracula. And... Um, the first few levels, it's, it's okay. So it has like an overworld. So in between each stage, it shows you the whole overworld and it's, it's, it all takes place like on the road. The first half of the game is like the road to Dracula's castle. And then the next half of the game is you fighting in Dracula's castle. It's so fucking awesome. So like the first level is like, uh, the kind of the tutorial level, and you're on the outside of uh, the cast, the uh, the like the castle grounds in a way. So you're going through this courtyard, and there's like a big fence there, and you have to hit candles, and you get hearts, and then you can get different uh, secondary weapons, and and then you go through the gate, and you know it's just like. The atmosphere is just so bad. It all takes place at night, and you know you're going through. Uh, there's like rivers you go through, and there's skeletons walking around, and there's bats, and there's zombies, and you have a whip, and you're just whipping everything that you can, and it's just it's like a perfect 16-bit Super Nintendo game. If you've never played it, it's just like what you have played in the past. It's like a platformer, <laughs> That's what you have played. and it's. Just, yeah, basically, like when you think of like Super Nintendo games, like this is, this is it. Um, I mean, it's kind of difficult to describe in a way because it's it, on paper it sounds bland, but everything else just amplifies it. Like it is just like a typical platformer, and the controls can be kind of shitty sometimes because making those jumps are just like iffy. But the soundtrack for it is just incredible. Um, I believe Mondo. 
Yeah, it was Mondo. Like I bought the 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 record of it. It came out with the with the record of Super Castlevania Four, the soundtrack, and it's just it's an incredible soundtrack that each single level makes you feel like you're like the last dude on Earth, and you it's like this confrontation with Dracula. And every single level, it's like you're getting closer and closer to his castle, and it's being perfectly amplified by this great soundtrack. It's just it's just fantastic in every single way. So. Like like I said in the the beginning levels where you're on their way to the castle, like there's zombies that come out of the ground and there's like purple hands and it's just super fun. There's like skeletons walking around and there's some red skeletons where if you hit them they like crumble to the ground and everything. It's just it's fucking cool. And then when you are about to you know confront Dracula, the like you're going down this little hallway and every time you pass by these candles on the wall they light up and everything. And it's like this final fucking showdown. <laughs> it's just it's so cool it's it's hard because the game is very difficult and uh the boss fights can be pretty uh pretty hard as well like there's one where you're in like i don't know where you're at. it's like kind of like a like i wouldn't say like a not like a sewage system but like you're kind of like it looks like you're underground there's like a lot of waterfalls everywhere and you fight this like two-headed dragon on platforms and he's just like firing like fireballs at you and you got to use your boomerang or your whip to get close to him and you fight medusa you fight uh frankenstein's monster and there's just you fight ghosts and there's one level when you're in the castle there's like coffins that are like opening and closing trying to attack you but there's also ghosts like floating around and there's like a couple where it's like a male and a female and they're just like dancing and they're like hovering over the screen and everything it's it's really ba- badass so like when i was thinking of horror games like you can't get m- any more horror than this because kind of like bloodborne this is this seems like a victorian like style to it in a way um you're not like you know blasting zombies away with like a fucking blunderbuss but blunderbuss <laughs> <laughs> <I love laughs> you're uh yeah i know that's what i wanted to say but uh yeah it's just you know you got a whip that's your your main your main weapon's a whip and you just everything is out to fucking kill you and it's it's a, probably a lot of people say it's like the best uh game for that era and right now it's on Amazon for four hundred and fifty dollars. What? No. That's new though. Yeah, it's new, oh, oh. and I'd say it's worth. I'd say it's worth every penny. Oh, you're nuts. How, but how I, much uh, does an unboxed copy go for? Because a used used copy on Amazon's forty. Okay. All right. That's even. That's and even I would, pretty expensive from what I would have thought. I have this game. Yeah. And uh, I'd say it's worth. I'd say it's still worth around forty bucks, thirty, forty bucks. I would. I would gladly pay for. It. How much? Val actually, Val bought me my copy. And how much did you spend on it, Val? Around forty. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, if you're if you're like a Castlevania newbie, I would say get into it because this is like. This is what I was when I was growing up. I never played Castlevania. I was a newbie. I'm like, this game's fucking awesome. I got my buddy into this, and he was like humming the theme song the other day, and <laughs> it's his ringtone now is the main theme. It's 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 a great, great, great game. Mike, you, I I am just astounded you haven't played the first Castlevania on the NES. Correct. Wow. Okay. Well, I'll I'll say even if you're not gonna play it or whatever, just go out and watch like a couple videos because like all the music you're talking about, it was written for the Nintendo. 
Really? Like, I know. I know the Castlevania Four soundtrack is fucking amazing. It absolutely is. But like those classic songs, when you go back and you're playing the the, the first Nintendo one, it's like yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, no, you're you're right though. This is a fantastic Super Nintendo game. Uh, the big difference between this and what I'll call the classic Castlevanias one, two, and three is, is really the controls. And um, this one vastly improved the controls in terms of you have much more you have much more uh, of a choice uh, to where you're jumping and how far you jump. In the first one, you hit that jump button, you're jumping a set amount, and it takes forever to do it. So you have to be very you like have to be like yes I'm definitely jumping right now and then like you have to hit and it slowly makes its way over and jumps a certain distance if you're any amount off you're fucked if you're too soon or too late you're fucked it's v- like very tough controls on that and the whip controls are very slow on the original um, story wise actually four is a remake it's the same story as Castlevania one was oh okay hmm. going through to destroy Dracula. Uh, I think in Japan, I now they all have crazy titles. They're all called like uh, um, Super Vampire Castle Hunter. You know, they're like they're like weird translations. But I, I believe the Japanese version of this game is is just called Super uh, Vampire Hunter, where the first Vampire Hunter was Castlevania, and it's just it's essentially the same storyline. Uh, and there's there's some of the same beats. There's some of the same. Um, bosses from the first one but you know mm-hmm. it's absolutely worth doing uh the follow-up to this eh, so there's kind of it's sort of like a weird scenario where the super nintendo had a follow-up called dracula x but that was mm-hmm. actually a toned down version of the actual follow-up that was rondo of blood uh which came out for the turbo graphics 16 and, uh, it, you know, it was, like, really tough to get. I think now the only the version you could get is, like, on PS1 and PSP uh, and, and as part of a collection to get that actual follow-up to Castlevania IV. Uh, and, and that game was so good. That led into Symphony of the Night, which is the spawn of the Metroidvania uh, series in the Castlevania games. But, yeah, this game is really, really great. Great controls, great music. The weapons... Like, when you throw one of those secondary weapons, they feel like they're going to do some fucking damage. You t- you chuck oh, yeah. that axe in the air, you're like, this is coming, baby. Get ready. Yeah, the, the, the axe or the boomerang, because the boomerang, you just, like, throw a couple, and you're, like, good to go for the next, like, two seconds. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, you can throw them anywhere, and they come right back to you. It does awesome damage. And... Yeah, I love this game. My buddy Matt is a Castlevania collector, and he's got, like... I think there's one or two games that have evaded him. I, I think he might even have that Turbo Graphics version. I don't know if he has a Turbo Graphics, but I think he has the fucking CD for it. Um, but yeah, that's this one is is definitely one of the better ones. Uh, for for people that don't like going too old school, like the the first, you know, Castlevania one, two, and three. You know, they're old. They're NES games. They're real tough. They have awkward controls i won't say bad because they're precise but they're awkward um but Mm -hmm. super castlevania definitely a good starting point i agree with what you said it'll it'll get you into it you got the music you got the action uh and you have that castlevania setting the classic you know fighting universal monsters and shit it's great yeah yeah that's a great choice so 
horror games. Uh, trying to think of a transition to get into Smash Brothers. Hey, Simon Belmont. Guess what Simon Belmont's in now? Hey, I think that he's in that new Smash game. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> what a coinkydink. Yeah, great transition. So for anybody that's not interested in Smash Brothers, you could probably just t- turn this off now. Well, <laughs> do you want to, um, because I know Val's played a lot of horror games this yeah. year. Val, do you want to, like, cr- quickly run off, like, do you have any honorable mentions oh, you want to throw out there? Oh, why would you? Why couldn't you have brought this up earlier? I don't know. Let me look on Instagram. <laughs> what did I play? I don't remember. Yeah, she played, played a lot a, this year. I played fifteen games. Uh, <laughs> I dabbled with uh, that Bendy and the Ink Machine that a lot of people were talking about. They just released it only at GameStop physically, and uh, that was an interesting game because that's a horror game, but it's like uh, T for Teen. And it's like one of those where it's like Five Nights at Freddy's where all the kids are playing it. So, it was. And this was made by Rooster Teeth. Yes. What? (laughs) Rooster Teeth made a video game. Yeah. Or they produced it. One of those. They had their hands in it somewhere. That's weird. (laughs) Uh, I dabbled with a game called Yomawari The Long Night Collection because there's two games. And I kind of dabbled in the first one, but then I got really lost. So, because the first one is Yomawari Night Alone. And that was a pretty interesting game, because you're like this little girl, and it's like a super indie-looking game. And you walk around, and there's ghosts everywhere, and you're trying to find your sister. So, that one was neat. Uh, let me see as I... Peruse through. Oh, and like they don't have to be new or anything, you know, just whatever you stood out that you played. I know. I'm looking through my Instagram. The coma. I played that. That came out on the Switch. Oh, I heard. Of and that, that was kind of a. Was that good? I don't even remember what one that was. I don't remember, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I virtually remember nothing about that game except for it annoyed the piss out of me. So it probably wasn't good. <laughs> High praise. Uh, see, this is why I only beat 15 games, because I'm kind of at a loss right now. You should have just been playing Castlevania. It's oh, just 15 of those. I know, and I haven't played a single one. Oh my god, I did you're out, play. that's it. You're off the <laughs> podcast as a video game expert, you're out, that's it. Are you kidding, not one Castlevania? I played the one on 360. The one on 360. Oh, Lords of Shadow. Yeah, and then I didn't care because I was like, am I playing Castlevania or am I playing um, Shadow of the Colossus? Because that first (laughs) boss was exactly like the first boss in Shadow of the Colossus. And I was like, I ain't doing this. It's half Shadow of the Colossus, half God of War. Yeah, and I was just like, eh, I'll just play the originals when I decide to get them. And then I never did. Oh, man. I did play uh, a very rare game called Echo Night Beyond for the PlayStation 2. Ooh. And that's like a ghost game. And I guess they had one on the PlayStation as well, and it was just Echo Night. Wow. I and heard uh, of that. it was pretty cool because you're in space and uh, 
you go to the space station with your, like, girlfriend, and then she just disappears. And you find these ghosts, and some of them are like, I've seen that girl that you, like, came here with. But she, like, ran off somewhere, and then you have to, like, help ghosts. There's, like, malevolent ones that don't like you. They want to kill you, and if they, like, it's like a one-hit kill. If they touch you, you're dead. Hmm. And then you join them, basically, and that's it. But it's, like, a really interesting game, and it's all first person, and it's really difficult because you walk so slow because you're in this big, giant spacesuit. That sounds weird. But I liked it. Yeah. Oh, and that's a From Software game. What? Really? Yes. That is amazing. Now I want to. I'm like super into this now. Holy shit. Um, you also played We Happy Few a little bit. That was that's kind of a horror game. Does that count? I feel like that doesn't really count. I didn't really get to any horror I aspects. I have not heard one good thing about the actual release of that game. I barely played it, <laughs> so. Because I, I dabbled with it for a little while. I didn't even take any of the drugs in the game. Oh. I'm not playing it to its full extent, I think. From what I, from uh, what I understand, it's maybe like the most, the buggiest game of 2018. Like, it's super glitched out. I don't know, that, Bendy and the Ink Machine was pretty glitched. Oh, that was, that was a glitching nightmare. I was studying for my, uh, one of my t- certifications, and like, Val ever few minutes, she's like, fuck, fuck. Fuck. And it's just like she couldn't like hit the enemy when you're supposed to hit the enemy. Like it's in one stationary spot. She's like trying to hit it with like a wrench or whatever you had, and it's just like nothing, no damage is coming off. Yeah. I there was a point where there's three of us attacking one enemy and we're all trying to hit the enemy and it's not even getting hit. I was like, I hate this game. Because <laughs> it was one of those things where you have to fight off like swarms. And it's like, I can't progress until this thing dies. So then I got it, and then it happened again. I was like, I swear to God, I'm about to lose my mind. Um, Val, should I mention that one game I played at my house on Steam? Uh, you could. I would give it a light mention. Okay, no. I'm going to give this a very, very light mention. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna be very brief about it. Go, what's uh, it's what's it called, Val? Doki Doki Literature Club. Yes. Wait a second. It's it's called. I feel. Wait, wait. I've heard of this. Why have I heard of this? It's. I might have been from me because yeah, I put it's, it up on Instagram. It's free on Steam, right? Yep. Yes. It's free on Steam. Uh, go play it. Download it. Go play it. Because it's, it's... It's a visual no- novel dating sim. Ooh. Yes. But it's interesting. Very it's interesting. And it's a very, lot of fun. And I, I I was on the fence about it before I played it. But now after that I did play it, I'm very glad that I did. And Val had to push me to play it. Yes. So I feel, I it feel was very... like you're mentioning this on a horror podcast, Mike. And it is a dating simulator. So there must be something odd going on. No, it's all. like... No, no, not at all. But uh, I'm telling, like, if I if I didn't mention it, I'd be doing really like a disservice because I feel like this is a very I'm not gonna say underrated because a lot of people love it, but I, I I I don't know what I'm trying to say really. But the people of our kind of group 
don't know about it. I got you. Like, yeah. I feel like people that like anime and stuff, they all know. All the nerds that I work with, they're like, oh, I've played that. I beat that. Or I've watched that. But it's like normal people that I know are like, I have no idea what that is. It's a game. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's not a super long game either. It's maybe like five hours. Yeah. Hmm. And since it's free on Steam, I mean, you'll you'll get it done in one night. It's uh, Val had to keep pushing me through it a little bit. But not, like I said, as I'm done with the game, I'm super glad I played it. It's it's it's, it's slow it's, to start. Yes. And that's I think that's the most difficult part about the game is it's a very slow to start game. But when it picks up, it really picks up. Yeah, it's yeah. So people <laughs> so, play play Doki Doki Literature Club. Yes, I'll put that on my Steam list. I'll, I'll go download it later. Do it later. right now. Just just play it right now. What are you yeah, doing? If, you know what? I actually I went to go look for it, and I realized that this is on my laptop. I don't have Steam on my laptop, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll put it on there eventually. All right, Mike, that sounds good. So what do you say, guys? You ready for some, uh, some Smash discussion? Yeah. Now that we don't have a nice fluid uh... transition. Yeah, I yeah thanks a lot. Yes. Oops. I'm going to blame Val, actually. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right, before, it's all my fault. Before we get into this, since we've been recording for like an hour and 45 minutes, I have to piss again. So uh, I'm going to go do that, and then we'll uh, we'll get some Smash going. All right. Sounds good. I'll be back in a minute. Hey, now that Ryan's gone, let's talk shit about Ryan. <laughs> 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 